I can smell bacon. Welcome to Seti Soppo. This is a podcast where we work out what is the opposite of something doesn't have a natural opposite. I'm Simon. Hello, Izzy. Goodbye, Simon. What is occurring? Um, it's hot. Mm-hmm. Are you in shorts? What's occurring with you? No. I am. I'm in harem pants. Oh, I I probably would enjoy harem pants. You would. Because I could do MC Hammer dancing. Um, yeah, but they'd, okay. I'd walk down the street and people would go to you touch could do me. do that anyway. And I'd go, you, could... you can't touch this. Dun, 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 dun. Is that how well, that goes? That's your name, isn't it? That is your name. Dun, 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 dun. That's true. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. Most about you. Did he do any other songs? Hammer Time, I presume. Presumably. I don't know, Simon. He's a bit before my time. Oh, rubbish. You're 94 years old. I am. Yeah, so it's He's a well bit after before your my time. time. <laughs> I'm not that old. Have you ever seen a volcano explode? In reality, yes. no, but on tape, uh, yes. Uh, it's not as, not as impressive on tape. Well, how do you know? Because I've seen a volcano explode. Where did you see a volcano explode? You're talking about squeezing a spot. <laughs> yes. I've never seen a volcano explode. Alas. Not alas. It's quite scary. What's the closest you could be to a volcano that is exploding? Very... Well, this is what happens in Mount St. Helens in 1981. They sort of cleared a five-mile radius around it, mm-hmm. which would have been safe had the volcano, which had been capped, you know, as a capped volcano, exploded straight upwards. But because the build-up and pressure of magma oh, on one side, sideways. it went sideways and it went think, 16 miles. Wow. And Did they not see the bulge? quite a few people. Sorry? Did they not see the bulge on the side? They did, but they still thought it would come out the top. That oh. thing, what volcanoes usually do, yeah. rather than... How rare is a sideways side. eruption? That sounds really weird. Well, I mean, I don't know of any other, but presumably you know, none of you know. So, is there a big hole the in the vertical. side of Mount yeah. Helen? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was, um, and the thing that killed it because it was a snow-capped mountain. It obviously, you know, the water just turned to steam. Wow. Kills. You know, you had pyroclastic flow for the first mile, and then the things that really killed people were the deluge of water. I have That's a question exciting. for terrible lizards. Go on, then. But I think it's a dumb question. I'm expecting it to be. Are there bits of dinosaur? on the moon no the moon was made a lot long time before the dinosaurs okay but when that asteroid hit the planet it would have thrown up everything into the air yeah would any of it got into into the uh, the upper atmosphere and got the distance between the earth and the moon is massive. okay but would it have got into space you're more likely to find dinosaurs in space because there were remnants of dust that was once dinosaur on neil armstrong's suit what than dust particles oh i see what you mean the dust from his suit on the planet when up oh i see so there's no dinosaur dust orbiting the earth well i mean i imagine there's some but i don't think i mean you're looking the level of the atmosphere i don't think it would have escaped the atmosphere yeah, yeah. and even if it did if, if it were in orbit yeah it's you know nowhere near as far as way the, it took takes three days to travel to the moon <laughs> so my fantasy of there being velociraptors on the moon is just that 
Why would you want that? Because <laughs> that would be a good Jurassic World eat. film. There's nothing to eat there. What? You they don't need, know. You, gotta, you have the Lociraptors, you need Protoceratops there as well. They might like the regolith. Anyway, that's I a mean, different they were, podcast. They were dusty. I mean, they they lived in a sort of sandy bush-like. Yeah. You don't know what's on the moon. There might be a McDonald's for Velociraptors. That's true. Or whalers. Yeah. Well, it'd be more like Wendy's, probably. Shall we play the game? Yes. That's a different podcast. I would be a very good guest on Terrible <laughs> I think if you said that to, to um, Dave, he'd hit you. Well, but he wouldn't, because he's a nice person. He'd ask me to hit you, and I would. Well, you bruised me this weekend. I did, but you asked me to. I did. It was very helpful. Thank you. Tennis elbow, we should explain. You, it wasn't just a weird... It doesn't matter. Anyway, let's move on. Barb wants to know, what is the opposite of a coat hanger, or a clothes hanger, if you will? It's a baby. <laughs> no, we're not going there. So, what is the opposite of a coat hanger? Is it my bathroom carpet? Not my bathroom bed. Bedroom. What? Oh, I see, because that's where most of your clothes end up, you mean? Well, if they fall off the hanger, they end up there, yeah. Mm. I don't really use coat hangers myself. You don't have any clothes, Simon. Well, that's true. Um, do, do people iron anymore? Do you have, like, yes, they do. Do you have, like, do dresses they? that need to be kept hung up? Uh, I have a suit. It's, is that it's hung, up? hung up in a bag, yes. There you go, so you have a coat hanger. That's true, that is true. Um, why, why was it such a weird thing that I said about ironing because I don't iron I don't know anyone who irons that says everything about Simon Dunn people <laughs> do iron Simon I know, I know some wear people, shirts no, I know some people do iron but I, I would say our generation a lot of people does... a lot of people iron their like duvets and things and no I don't believe that I don't believe our generation irons I don't like being included in your generation Simon <laughs> I'm a different generation to you I'm a millennial and you're generation X uh um, I'm a Y, I think. I can't remember. I'm the good one. I'm the one that no one cares about. Mm-hmm. I'm not a boomer, no, and you're not nor a boomer. am I a millennial. Yeah, but Generation X are meant to be the really like rubbish ones. No, no, we're the ones that were, were abandoned by our parents and just got on with things. Mm. We just expect nothing of life. Well, I think you're fulfilling that. Yes, absolutely very well. well. Um, yes, possibly a bedroom floor. I mean, in, in general, because that's probably where most people... Because you can have sex on the bedroom floor, you can't have sex on a coat hanger. You cannot have sex on a coat hanger. Well, I mean, if, no, it, was on, if it was on the bed... Anyway, yeah, let's, let's, so you let's, can have sex next to a coat hanger. Yeah, you can have sex, you can next, have sex to next, next to the bedroom floor as well. because Next you know. to the bedroom floor, outside <laughs> yeah, the house. In the hallway. Floating. Well, okay. In the hallway. Yeah, right. Okay, so, Barb, the opposite of a coat hanger is a bedroom floor. Now, William wants to know, and has wanted to know this since pretty much the start of the podcast. Have we really not answered it that long? It was a bit of a running joke. Uh, I, I kept ignoring it. But he wants to know what is the opposite of a pangolin. I didn't really know what a pangolin is. It's a type of musical instrument, isn't it, Simon? No. <laughs> I, I, I thought it was that for a bit. Then I thought it was a funicular railway, but it's not that either. It is um, a weird a creature. It looks like... It Have looks, you seen them walk? I'll tell you what it looks like. You know that Project Eden in Cornwall? Yeah. It, it looks, looks like, like that has come to life. It looks like a, an animal version of Centre Parks. <laughs> yes. Or or a brain. A walking brain. It's, it looks like a walking pine cone. Pine cone. That is a word I've been trying to think of for the last hour. <laughs> okay. 
the, the best thing about them is because their center of gravity is right over their hips. They can walk. They walk like we do on their. Legs. Oh, they with with their arms in the air like raccoons yeah, can. Like a kind of shit T Rex. Okay, so what is They're a pangolin? Is it? A pangolin is a type of anteater. Is it an anteater? Um, oh yeah. yeah, scaly anteater. You're right. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and it's very cute. I'm not a hundred percent sure where they live. I think like India and Africa, possibly China, maybe Indonesia. I think they're in yeah, China. I'm, I'm be- I think I think China because it sounds like a Chinese. Well, name, they're threatened so by know. Chinese poachers who okay, um, well, use them for their meat and scales as Chinese medicines. So I, I'm thinking, um, yeah. So there's n- not in Europe. It's no, very sad. No. Um, and they have these sort of plate-like scales, which are all over them. Um, right. And they're a bit like our nails. Okay. That's what they're made of. So they're not true scales. Now, they have had their own COVID-19 infection. Well, they're, they're one of the animals which is said that they're worried about. Because like, if you go to wet markets, you get pangolins mm-hmm. and bats mm-hmm. and like mice and everything and chickens all next to each other. They're one of the species that um, they're worried that you can get cross-contamination okay. from I the see. viruses. Right, right. Uh, but they're very cute. They're, mm, they're sort of cute. I, I, I've they're got a cute. picture up here of uh, two lions being very confused by a pangolin well, wouldn't in you India. be? A walking pine cone. You're not even in a pine forest. When it's in its defensive posture, it, it does that um, spiral. Hedgehog thing. Yeah, no, but it does that, that natural spiral that keeps occurring in the world. Do you know what I mean? Uh, the golden circle type thing. The golden ratio. You golden ratio, but, yes, sorry. Uh, not <laughs> golden circle. Golden circle sounds a bit wrong, but I, I am allowed to be wrong every now and again. You are. Uh, but they're, they're, yeah, but they're, they're hunted, so they're quite rare for that, and their habitat's being destroyed. Cause I can basically say that about most animals. Well, yeah, um, sad, isn't it? Apart from mm. cats. Cats aren't hunted. But... Apparently... What? There was a kitten at our window this morning, a white one. I didn't see it, but apparently there was a kitten. I think we may have a new cat coming soon. Simon, <laughs> yes. Simon, you're doing an anecdote, aren't you? That, that wasn't... Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't a I pangolin. Mean, it it wasn't a pangolin. Well done. Yeah, um, I, I think we but, should just not bother working out what the opposite of a pangolin is. Well, now. I mean, whatever it is, it is something with no fingernails. Oh, it's basically covered in fingernails, isn't it? Yes, that's true. What has no fingernails? Everything um, has fingernails. Surely. Is it Guy Fawkes? <laughs> As a torture victim, do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say a torture victim, but yeah, guy. Is did they literally? Well, they did rip out some of his fingernails because oh. he couldn't even write oh. his name. They also broke him on the rack, I think. Oh God! But I don't know. They could have broken him on the rack completely because he was able to walk to his execution. So I'm sure, it hurt though. I think it did hurt. I'm sure yeah. it was. It was. A, it stung a bit. But you know, he did try and blow up Parliament. Their saliva so, is sticky. What guy thought? Yeah. We which makes, makes ants and termites stick to their tongues. They have no teeth. Okay, so who has teeth? <laughs> and no, no fingernails. Mm. Is it a snake? Ooh, um, could no, be a they snake. have teeth. They have fangs. They have fangs. Yeah, but they don't have fingernails. They don't have fingernails, and they have proper scales as well. Ooh. But I don't know. I thought the opposite of a snake would be an apple or something. Well, that's true. What um, are you doing? Um, I was looking up to see whether we we'd done snakes. Ah, I don't think I don't think the opposite of um, a pangolin is a snake. I think it is. Um, I mean, what about um, fake nails? 
Yeah, or it could be what I thought a pangolin was, which is um, one of those, like a loot. Mandolins. A mandolin, that's it. That's, that's what it is. My, yeah. my word recall at the moment is terrible. I mean, your brain generally, no offence, Simon, has, well, has been no, better. No, I think it's got worse this last year. I think I am am deteriorating mentally, Isabel. Oh, Isabel. Isabel. <laughs> uh, fake nails. <laughs> yeah, go on then, fake nails. I think that's not bad. Uh, so, William, at last, the opposite of a pangolin is fake nails. You will no doubt disagree with that. Cat wants to know what is the opposite of ibuprofen, invented in the 1960s by Boots. Really? Yeah. By Boots the chemist? Yeah. Well, a man who worked for Boots the chemist uh, invented ibuprofen. Now, ibuprofen is like my go-to painkiller, which is really bad because it's not... It's kind of dangerous if you take like more than, you know, X number of tablets in a certain amount of Mm -hmm. time, but not like, you know, paracetamol or Advil or something. Well, um, Advil is actually is actually. Ibuprofen. That's why I said. That's why I said it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh no, Advil. Advil is. Um, no, you're right. Advil is ibuprofen, isn't it? Yeah. What do they call paracetamol in America? Um, why is the jungle full of office plants? Because the paracetamol. Yeah, it it's it, there's a brand that is oh, aspirin's got a name as well. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, it's meant to like be quite risk for like cardiovascular strokes type stuff if you All take sorts. more than a certain amount a month. Yeah. Which, considering it's the best thing. Apart from like you know more naproxen and stuff for period pain and stuff, it's rubbish. Anyway, um, you know, it's just you... heart failure, kidney failure. Do you want to know what the, the derivation of its name is? It's made up of okay. three groups of drug: isobutyl, propionic acid, and phenyl. Ooh, so nice. iso ibuprofen. You see, nice. yes. And it was, he originally was trying to come up with a cure for a hangover. Nice. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not bad for hangovers. But it was at launch as a treatment for arthritis and it's uh, expanded into various other things obviously I try not to take it since you told me all about how bad well, there's it been, is well no I mean there's been just quite a lot of studies which say it's fine to take like, if you're in a lot of pain mm-hmm. it's fine to take but it's a really bad one to take for chronic pain right yeah that makes sense and Simon you are a chronic pain I am a chronic pain uh, you can get injectable ibuprofen yeah you can get topical as well you can rub it on like yes, I had to ask for that in France. Um, and my, my French isn't the best. This is an anecdote, but I had a sprained ankle and I went into a chemist. And in hobbled French, in. I hobbled in. In French, je voudrais. I, I said, Yeah, I said, je voudrais une creme de la ibuprofen pour la. And then I pointed it at my ankle because I couldn't think of what the word for ankle was. I mean, that's an approximation of what I should have said, but I doubt it's anywhere close. Okay. So anyway, what is the opposite of ibuprofen? Is it something that causes pain? Is it me? It could be. Mm-hmm. Um, is it exercise? Uh, no, no. It would be a glass of water? No. No, a glass of water is part of the process of taking ibuprofen, surely. I mean, is it? How about this? Is it aspirin? And I know they do the same thing. Well... If you think about it, aspirin is... Um, you take aspirin to help thin the blood and therefore reduce the chances of stroke and it causes pain relief and it's been around longer mm-hmm. and it's one thing instead of a bunch of things. Well, it was... Di- 
developed as an alternative, a safer alternative to aspirin. So, I mean, we, we, you could be on the right lines, but why don't we go back a little bit further and say willow? Do I willow. Mean willow? I don't mean willow. Yeah, you do mean willow. That's where aspirin comes from yeah. in the bark. So is it willow? From Buffy. From Buffy, yeah. Um, she would be a good pain relief. No, 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 she wouldn't. She'd cause a lot of pain, particularly when it's dark willow. Okay, that's true. She's not real, though. You know that, don't you? What, dark willow? Well, willow. Not willow in Buffy. It's just, just, just not real. Not real. Well, there's a lot of things we talk about. <laughs> well, that is true. Uh, so, I, I mean, willow or not? I mean, I'm going to leave this one up but to you. But specifically dark willow, not... Oh, okay. I, I actually meant the tree, but okay. Uh, why dark willow? Because she's the one who inflicts the most pain. Yeah, that's true. All right, then, yes. Cat, the opposite of ibuprofen is dark willow. Therefore, this week we have worked out the opposite of a coat hanger is a bedroom floor, that the opposite of a pangolin is fake nails, and that the opposite of ibuprofen is dark willow. You may plug your other podcasts. Um, yeah, I do a podcast called Terrible Lizards. It's all about dinosaurs. It is very good. I also do a podcast called Said This Deadlist. It's all about obscure people from history. And also I do the British Museum member cast, which will be done at some point, I swear. Um, also, I do books. So I've got a book called Billy Swift Takes Flight, which is coming out in September. It's all about the ATA, which is the women who flew Spitfires in the Second World War. Um, please go to izzy.com forward slash book to pre-order it or buy yourself a copy of The Unstoppable Letty Peg. Do all of those things because they are all worth your time. Definitely. We will be back next week because I can't think of anything better to do on a Wednesday morning. Bye-bye. Hello. Hello.